really good news from the labor market on Friday, but interest rates rose and stocks faltered on the news, which was released an hour before the opening bell. We wondered, are we back to the Orwellian good news is bad news again? But markets righted themselves soon enough, and after five brutal days, we got just a little bit of sunshine. Good morning. This is your financial animal buzz on business for Monday, January 8th, 2023. My name is William Walsh. I spent my entire career over 40 years as a financial advisor and financial planner. I earned the Chartered Life Underwriter, Certified Financial Planner, Chartered Financial Consultant, and the Accredited Estate Planner professional designations. Now, I'm living my best life bringing listeners like you the information they need to bypass people like me. If that's you or might be you, you're in the right place. If it's not you, you're still in the right place. We're glad you're here. Green numbers all up and down the giant quote machine on Friday. We'd almost forgotten what that looked like. The Dow Jones Industrials were up 26 points. Eh, not much, but a win is a win. That's just shy of one-tenth of one percent, and they closed at 37,004. 66. The S&P 500 gained two-tenths of a percent. It closed at 4,697, up nine points. The NASDAQ Composite, it was up one-tenth. That's 14 points. And the text closed at 14,524. The RSP, that's the equal weight S&P 500. And the SOXL, that is the Sox Semiconductor Index with 3 to 1 leverage. Well, they were up three-tenths of a percent and 1.4 percent, respectively. We're running an experiment on portfolio risk management this year for premium subscribers and using those two funds as our guinea pigs. You'll have to become a premium subscriber to follow along. But then again, you should probably become a premium subscriber, you know. Anyway. Bonds closed the week mixed, but we've noticed a trend. The yield curve has been writing itself over the last month or so. It's still inverted, which means short-term rates are higher than long-term rates. And that's not a good sign, but it's moving in the right direction which is the yield on the two-year treasury fell, but by less than a tick, it closed at 4.383%. The 20-year was up five basis points, and it now yields 4.358%. 4.383 versus 4.358, that's less than three ticks. Oil continued its mini trend upwards. It gained a buck 56 and closed at $73.89. Gold was all over the place. It traded in a wide range up and down and down and up, but closed about where it started at $2,049.80, down a minuscule two 
since. The little campaign we've been running over the last week to browbeat our listeners into giving us a rating and a review gained some traction last week. Our daughter, love you, M, and our best friend in Florida came through for us. Yay. Hey, but if they can do it, anyone can. Would you help us grow this podcast in 2024? Our goal is to have 64 bazillion listeners by the end of this year and a rating or review from you on Apple or Spotify would help us more than you know. We appreciate it. Thank you. The labor market continues to exceed expectations. The economy created 216,000 new jobs in December versus expectations of 170,000. 170,000 versus 216,000 new jobs. And there were just 173,000 created last month. Average hourly earnings were up 0.4% 0.4% December versus expectations of 0.3%. The year-over-year number for average hourly earnings was also very good. Wages rose by 4.1% in 2023, better than inflation. The unemployment rate was expected to come in at 3.8%, but also beat expectations and stands at 37 the labor force participation rate, a stat I watch closely, disappointed, but just a bit. 62.5% of the labor force had a job last month. Uh, last month. That's versus expectations of 62.8%. Even factory orders exceeded expectations. They were up 2.6%, and economists predicted 2.1%. Could this be the beginning of a rebound in manufacturing. The only way for you to know for sure is to keep it right here on The Buzz. And that is your Buzz on Business. Please join us every morning for five minutes of the latest business, financial, economic, and stock market news. And don't forget our premium episodes. Each week we cover a story or a topic that has been in the news and that might affect you, your finances, and your investments. It's just for our premium subscribers, however. A premium subscription is a minuscule $2.99 a month for these four extra episodes. There's a link in the episode description where you can learn more and where you can sign up. We hope you'll join us. And for Financial Animal and FinancialAnimal.com, my name is William Walsh. 